Hey everybody, welcome to another special episode of the Three E's Podcast. My name is DJ McDee and y'all already know that because you tune in every week and I hope that you enjoy our content and I also hope that you've liked, followed and subscribed to us on all social medias. We are now officially on Stitcher Podcast, Player FM and so many more of the greatest podcast players on the app store. So make sure to get yours today. In today's episode, we're going to break down my least plane incident, Kelly Clarkson's latest endeavors and embarrassments, and for our main event, the different types of positivity, unknown effects it might have on you, and what you can do now to navigate it all. This is a special project brought to you by listeners like yourselves. We're so excited that you've joined us. We know you'll love our content, but we also know that you're going to like, follow, and subscribe, and also let us know what you think on social media by using the hashtag 3E's Podcast. That's T-H-R-E-E-E-S Podcast. That's right, the 3E's Podcast, because good things come in threes. May you have auspiciousness and causes of success. May you have the confidence to always do your best. May you take no effort in your being generous. Sharing what you can, nothing more, nothing less. May you know the meaning of the word happiness. May you always lead from the beating in your chest. May you be treated like an esteemed guest. May you get to rest, may you catch your breath. May the best of your todays be the worst of your tomorrows. Whoa. May the road less paved be the road that you follow. Oh, well, here's to the hearts that you're gonna break. Here's to the lives that you're gonna change. Here's to the infinite possible ways to love you. I want you to have it. Here's to the good times we're gonna have. You don't need money, you got a free pass. Here's to the fact that I'll be sad without you. I want you to have it all. May you keep the chaos and the clutter off your desk. May you have unquestionable health and less stress. Having no possessions, no immeasurable wealth. May you get a gold star on your next test. May your educated guesses always be correct. And may you win prizes shining like diamonds. May you really own it each moment to the next. Or may the best of your todays be the worst of your tomorrows. Whoa. Or may the road last be the road that you follow oh. well here's to the hearts that you're gonna break here's to the lives that you're gonna change here's to the infinite possible ways to love you i want you to have it here's to the good times we're gonna have you don't need money you got a free pass here's to the fact that i'll be sad without you i want you to have it all If you believe it, then anything can happen. Go, 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 raise your glasses. Go, 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 you can have it all. I told you, here's to the hearts that you're gonna break. Here's to the lives 
gonna have Here's to you always making me laugh Here's to the fact that I'd be sad without you I want you to have it all all of us, from time to time, feel unmotivated and lost in life. While it is a normal part of the growth process, that dark, uncertain period of time can cause a lot of mental, emotional, and or physical distress. This is a perfect song for when you feel like you're losing your young, carefree spirit or a grip on your values. Like the song itself, the video is also full of upbeat visuals. In the music video, as Mraz goes through the town, he picks up various young artists to sing and dance with him, chanting about all the great things that they have ahead of them. Essentially, Mraz wants these youngsters to inspire even younger youngsters. And towards the end of the music video, we see everyone joining in on the dance party of the decade, proving that this message isn't just for the young, but that everybody should be allowed to have it all. In an interview with Billboard, Mraz explained that a Buddhist greeting he heard in Myanmar in 2012 actually inspired this song en route to the MTV End Exploitation and Trafficking Benefit concert. This song also stands out with a powerful message, a very hopeful one too, to help us all heal and move forward. A song with a message of generosity. And in his words, the antithesis of disheartment and it's meant to be paid forward and shared. You see, when I was first watching this video, I didn't think much of it, but looking back at it now, it is so much more symbolic than just people dancing around in the street. If you haven't seen it yet, go take a look for yourselves. You'll see. And maybe you'll dance a little too. We'll be right back with more 3E's podcast. The first in our entertainment news roundup this week, Miley Cyrus encountered a terrifying experience after her plane got struck by lightning. Yes, the lightning bolt actually hit the wing of the aircraft, forcing the pilot to make an emergency landing. So Miley was on her way to Ascusicon, sorry, can't say that right, Paraguay, to headline 2022 Ascunusco Music Festival, again, sorry, can't say that right, on Tuesday when her plane was caught in a severe storm. And what happened in the Instagram video, besides hearing people scream, is when the bolt hit the wing, apparently it caused the plane to shift and shake for a moment before the pilot was able to get a handle of it all. The good news is nobody was hurt and everybody was okay. The bad news is she ended up not being able to make it to the concert. So she tweeted, to my fans and everyone worried, after hearing about my flight to Asnusikon, our plane was caught in a major unexpected storm and struck by lightning. My crew, band, friends, and family, who were all traveling with me, are safe after an emergency landing. We were unfortunately able to fly into Paraguay. I love you, says Miley Cyrus. So I guess life truly is full of good and bad. I guess it just is all about perspective. In other entertainment news, on the March 23rd episode of The Kelly Clarkson Show, Anne Hathaway was invited to play a game of Sing That Name That Tune, a remix of the original Name That Tune, to which Hathaway claimed she was scared to sing. Uh, Les Mis fans, anybody? Exactly. So, the most memorable moment, I think, was when uh, this happened. As part of the game, both competitors were charged with being the first to sing the correct song after hearing a few bars of the music. Two rounds in, Clarkson begged the band to play something she knew, and the band obliged. 
Except Hathaway beat Clarkson to the correct answer, belting the chorus to Since You've Been Gone before Clarkson. And so much pizzazz was there. And with so much pizzazz, Clarkson was humiliated. So humiliated to the point that she literally fell to the floor of the platform and remained there until Anne Hathaway was done singing. Afterwards, Clarkson did own up to it and said, Fortunately, that little bit of embarrassment for Clarkson was nothing to keep her down, because shortly after that, she hosted American Song Contest alongside rap and hip-hop icon Snoop Dogg. For those of you who don't know American Song Contest, wait, wait, that sounds oddly familiar, doesn't it? American Song Contest is actually a music reality competition TV series based on Eurovision Song Contest. The European version features over 50 countries, and the last country standing with the most points is crowned the winner. You may even be surprised to find out that some of the biggest stars in America today actually had their share of the Eurovision stage. Do these names ring a bell? ABBA, Celine Dion, Madonna, just to name a few. The American version, hosted by Snoop Dogg and Kelly Clarkson, covers all 50 states, five territories, including American Samoa, Guam, Northern Mariana Islands, Puerto Rico, and the U.S. Virgin Islands, as well as Washington, D.C. Similarly, competitors will vie for the title of Best Original Song, bracket elimination style. So American. Even more American, acts can consist of solo artists, duos, bands, or a DJ. So the first 11 performances of the competition are a complete belting of talent. So the first 11 performances of the competition are complete, and fan favorites are already swelling in. One big name on everybody's lips, Michael Bolton of Connecticut. Bolton is a Grammy Award-winning singer and recent American Idol winner. Now, talented as he is, I just have to ask, what is he doing here? I mean, he's really going to need a bigger trophy case if he ends up getting this title too. I'm just saying. Truthfully, I'm really enjoying the diversity in genre and style, as well as the LGBTQ plus representation. Needless to say, I am Team Britney Fance. The contest takes place between March 21st and May 9th, 2022, and you can catch all the action as it airs on NBC Monday nights at 8, 9 central, or stream it the next day on NBC, Hulu, and other streaming platforms. Well, you've made it this far to our podcast. We hope you like our content so far. And if you do, please follow us on social media at 3E's Podcast, now on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So have you ever been in a disparaging situation where you run to a friend for advice and the first thing they say is, everything happens for a reason, or everything will work out, or it's gonna be all right? See, sometimes it doesn't always work out, right? Sometimes things work out in a way that maybe you just, just don't expect it, or maybe sometimes things are going to surprise you. We might be able to say it's just life, but according to the University of Washington's Medicine and Medical Practice, many also don't realize that this is basically borderlining toxic positivity. Toxic positivity is best defined as almost like an obsession with positive thinking, so much so that it is a practice from the belief that people should put a positive spin on every experience, 
even those that are profoundly devastating. Now, if we say things like, oh, it'll be all right, to a small thing, that's not so much toxic positivity. I think it's dangerously circumstantial, and you'll find out later in the episode. According to Tabitha Kirkland, a psychologist and associate teaching professor at the University of Washington's Department of Psychology, it is important to recognize that positivity is really two different yet related things. Our internal emotions and the emotions we project to others are so strangely related, yet also different. See, toxic positivity is a way of responding to your or someone else's sufferings that come across as a lack of empathy. Some say it could even be dismissive, as in when you kind of don't know what to say, but you want to say something to comfort a person because you don't want to sound like a bad person. Essentially, you're being toxically positive. So, how do we recognize the signs? How do we avoid them? You're going to find out right now. With toxic positivity, when we want to make someone feel better and it doesn't have the typical desired effect, it basically shuts up the other person. It kind of closes off the other person to a point where you leave them with not much room to grieve. Sometimes and it can also misrepresent you to others. Sometimes it can also misrepresent what you're saying or what you're feeling to the other person, making it seem like you are absolutely impossible to connect with and maybe even a bit fake. Sometimes even forcing positivity may not be in response to someone else's misfortune, but sometimes our very own, aka projection. See, it is quite normal and understandable to not want to deal with your own negative emotions from time to time. But if you're regularly forcing a positive outlook on yourself when your feelings are the opposite, that can take a different toll on your mental health. Research even suggests that people who avoid their own negative emotions just feel worse later on. All I'm saying here is this. If you keep ghosting your own emotions, they'll keep coming back to haunt you until you finally deal with them. So before we go into the steps to avoid this and the steps to deal with it, let me give you an example. When I had a fight with a friend last month who claimed I was doing X, Y, and Z things, my first reaction was, and this is before things got very volatile, my first reaction was, well, this is going to be okay. We've had disagreements before. We, you know, don't always see eye to eye. We're not the same person and we don't share the same brain. And at first, I was negligent to see the signs and the red flags. And I don't just mean in love and friendships. I mean in general. And shortly after a while, as I realized that I was suppressing my awkward, uncomfortable, strange, all these different kinds of feelings that I've been pushing and pushing, pushing down my system, I realized that it became harder and harder and harder for me to talk about because I felt like there was this figurative brick in my chest. And every time it wants to come out, it can't because it's too big. And if it does, it'll become explosive. Unfortunately, that did happen because, well, when you're a human being and you're pushed to a limit, that kind of stuff will happen. 
Even the most positive people will have fuses blown. Not to be confused with HSPs, that's a different story, and highly sensitive people are, <laughs> well, let's just say a different species. For another episode, of course. But I'm sure a lot of us, when we're put in that situation, sometimes, and if not a lot of times, we just happen to be in the middle of work, or studying, or we're in the middle of being with somebody. So we often say, we'll deal with it later. And after a while, either you forget about it, or you're the kind of person like me who's manifested it the entire day and it comes out absolutely wrong at the end of the day. Or you're that kind of person who forgets about it for who knows how long until the next time it's brought up. And after everything that you've been through from that time to when it was brought up again, you now have a lot of pent up emotion that ends up being misconstrued because you were really simply uncomfortable by one thing. But all the other things that weren't processed properly ended up coming out together. And that, my friends, leads us to the next part. How can we deal with this now so that we may learn to not make the same mistakes again and give our friends the proper advice they need in their times of strife? The first way and the most important way is also a little confusing. It's one word. Mindfulness. How do we use mindfulness to curve toxic positivity? Well, let's start simple, right? Whenever you feel like you are about to say something like, oh, it'll be all right, or everything happens for a reason, when you feel that moment coming, take good note on that and realize that even your body language and your physical being is starting to shift. So, don't focus on any single thought or sensation. Rather, notice everything that comes along with it. And if you notice that it's about to come out, and if you notice that it has by accident, don't be hard on yourself about it. Don't kick yourself about it. Rather, jot it down in your head, or in a private diary, or a locked note on your iPhone, and review it. Make sure that you know that this is something you need to change. And it starts with realizing maybe you should switch a emotion or a different uh, direction of conversations so that you can curve your habit of saying everything happens for a reason. For example, it is important to notice that our negative feelings are feelings that we need to feel and that it's okay to acknowledge that information that is given to us when someone says they don't like it when we say everything happens for a reason so that we may be able to further process and avoid this from happening. And it's okay to sometimes lose ourselves in the moment, but to not make it a frequent happening. Part two of mindfulness is something I mentioned before. Jotting it down in a note, whether it's a mental note, a physical note, or a combination of both. See, this approach to mindfulness is quite self-explanatory, yet also confusing for this reason. One approach to mindfulness is to look at emotions as tools or information, rather than losing Focusing only on how they make you feel. 
all emotions are a functional part of the process and have a purpose. They are a signal to the person experiencing them or to the person being communicated to. Now, that last two sentences, now those last two sentences sound an awful lot like everything happens for a reason, being they have a purpose. Not that kind of purpose. The purpose of learning to notice that when it happens, it is you making a mistake. And when we, you know, grew up with those kind of parents who are like, apologize immediately when you make a mistake, that is the first thing you should do. Not be extremely apologetic, but just be straight up apologetic and say, I'm sorry I said that. Let me rephrase that. That's all you must do. Whether in the moment or after the fact, we all make mistakes. So remind yourself that it is okay to make a mistake. Do not kick yourself for it. Do not put yourself in that position. And remind yourself that you are still working on it. That this doesn't happen overnight. It happens over time. Another interesting way to curve this is by stating your intentions from the beginning. So before you make a call to someone and before you start the discussion, start by making clear in your head that, and we're switching the roles here, and that you are looking for empathy rather than advice. When you have that rehearsed, it's a little easier to say it and it gives you a little bit of a confidence to let your friend or to let your confidant know that you are seeking such and such and not seeking such and such. By doing this, you are clarifying your purpose instead of pushing out the wrong emotion through the wrong words and phrases. Now, this last one is definitely harder to do than it is to say. It is to let yourself feel your feelings. This is not an excuse to lunge out at someone and scream and yell and throw your fists. This is typically the kind of emotional analysis that you do in therapy. When we say feel your feelings, we mean this. A lot of us, like I said before, often have excuses, quotes, you can't see the air quotes, for not engaging with our complicated emotions. Rather it be, whether it be we're too busy to deal with them, we're at work, we're at school, or we don't want to be distressed because we were in a good mood previously. Or we don't want to upset others because they're in a good mood. But we must always keep in mind that even though you're going through this, you do not want your negative feelings hanging on forever because they won't go away unless you eventually deal with it. So you must acknowledge them, but not just acknowledge, but to also understand where the root of the problem is. Then, once you've found the root, 
you can then address it in the way that it needs to be addressed. The key is to remember that you should not prioritize more positive emotions over negative ones, or vice versa. Because all emotions offer you useful information about how you are doing in the world, in your career path, and that all these emotions that you're feeling are equally valid. As you guys know, we've come to the part of the podcast where we are just about to part ways. But you also know from listening to my other podcast, I hope, that I don't like to leave you guys hanging. I rather like to leave you guys with a little food for thought. Or brain food, I'd like to call it. This week's quote of the day is this. True happiness doesn't come from suppressing negative emotions and tooting feel-good statements, but rather leaning into what we're authentically feeling in the moment and accepting all of our emotions, both positive and negative. We want to thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. If you liked what you listened to, please don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe wherever you see our content on social media. I want to give thanks to the artist behind the cover, Andrea Torres, my editor, Anael Alvarez, and to everybody who supported this podcast since the beginning. I wish you all a very good day, and I hope to see you in our next episode. I am DJ McD. And this is the 3E's Podcast.